Um, what episode is this? Uh, 15. Is it 15? Are you sure about that? 80% sure. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to episode 15 of Coffee Run! We still don't have um, a theme song. That's so sad. Ready for episode 20. <laughs> Maybe <should> our goal. <laughs> Maybe. We can't promise anything. This is Anna and Mary. And on this episode of Coffee Run, we're going to talk about the latest Game of Thrones episode, The Door. <laughs> um, we're also going to give you our review of X-Men because we just saw that just now, like an hour ago. And then we're going to talk about what it means to follow your dreams. Yeah, so inspiring. So stick around, stick around. No, actually, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, you should... Yeah, this is a part where we <laughs> tell you that if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, we're about to talk heavy, ferocious spoilers about the last episode, The Door. Um, if you have seen Game of Thrones, just just come join the combo. And if What you... is this? <laughs> In 2010, joined the combo. Who are you? A teeny bopper, apparently. Um, and if you just don't care about the episode, then stick around. Yeah, stick around, stick around, stick around. Okay, so episode. Oh wait, before we get into Game of Thrones, you know how I, but you know how I always say, check it out, check it out, check it out. Yeah. Well, I was like, where did like, where did this this thing came from? You know, I I'm sure I saw it somewhere. <laughs> And then it came to me, like, in a dream. No, just kidding. Just like a, a mirage. <laughs> yeah, just like a flash of memories. Do you remember that program of, like, Demi Lovato, Sonny with a Chance? Yeah, I remember that so show. So it was uh, different, like, um, like a show within a show. Yeah, it was like a showception. Yeah, and then there were these check it out girls who worked at um at a supermarket, and it was uh, Tiffany Thornton and um, Demi Lovato, <laughs> and they were they were cashiers, so they were checking out people's stuff, but like at the same time they were criticizing them, so it was like check it out, check it out, check it out. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look um I'm gonna look up for it for a Please. clip. And... I mean, I don't I remember there was a Sunny with a chance. I never watched it. was it. funny. I heard that like my 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 sister told me it was funny, but I never got into it. Like after Hannah Montana was over, I was like I'm done with Disney. Deuces. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, now for real seats. This is the part where we're gonna talk about the latest Game of Thrones episode. The door episode was it five? I think it was. Uh, yeah. Episode five of season six. Six. <laughs> Dude, that episode was so good. I mean, I I texted you like the first few minutes. I was like, Sansa is a different person. I told you, she's like so good. That was. Oh my goodness! I was like, girl. Girl. Who run the girl? I mean, who run the, who run the world? <laughs> who run the world? Sansa That's yes. Um, it was just I was so glad to see uh the entire character development for Sansa. Yeah. Because 
she was annoying as F for the first four seasons because she was always playing the victim. Like, she never stood up for herself. She never, um, you know, accounted for her pain. You know, she never owned up to, to her own story. So seeing her stand up to Littlefinger, even though somebody confessed my undying love for Littlefinger in last episode. Um... It was so great seeing that. I felt empowered seeing that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, me too. And she was like, no, tell me. I ask you, so you need to tell me right now. And her outfits are pretty boss. I'm not even going to lie. I've always loved her outfits. Well, no, like her previous colorful outfits are like a no. But now that she's yeah. wearing all black, it's like, yes. <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> yes, because it's black that matches within... You know when you wear black, but it's like a black t-shirt and then your black jeans don't match with the same shade of black? I hate when that happens. Me too. But Sansa is wearing like the right shades of black. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so that was a cool part. I do I do think that Littlefinger wouldn't give up so easily. No. He's going to do think, something shady. Yeah, he has like a plan B. Yeah, he always does. Yeah, he's or working on something. 30 different plans. He's working on something. Um... Another thing that was kind of cute was seeing little Khaleesi um, come in. With Jorah. Oh it was literally God. like, I'm such a queen, I'm going to command you to heal yourself. Um, After he told her that he loved her. I know. That was pretty cute. Um, bold statement right there when she was like, when I rolled the seven kingdoms. I want you there, and it was like, whoa, 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 Khaleesi, let's calm down. Let's <laughs> let's see if you're gonna make it back to to your like girl, girl. <laughs> Speaking of Khaleesi's kingdom, the new Red Woman. Um, um I mm, 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 no, <laughs> it's a negative for me. Next I'm audition, not sure. like she was honestly the girl. Like I don't know what it was, but the actress, and nothing against the actress. The actress reminded me of Miranda Kerr, you know, the super uh, gorgeous model. And the actress was so beautiful, but I, I just, I didn't believe her. Like, she wasn't a great actress. I and I guess like it was me acting. <laughs> that would be you acting? Yeah, I, w- I would like to think so. Like, it just, it felt like there was no emotion or like... But then again... To, but this is, this is my thing with actors, when I can tell... They're reading something that was written for them. That's when you know it's bad acting. You know, when it sounds like somebody yeah. wrote this for you. Like, this doesn't sound like your story. And that's that's what I felt watching her trying to convince these two dudes to... I don't know. I, I like the part when uh, she's telling a virus... You know about his past, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, but oh that was god. like that was like thirty seconds of the of the scene. Like all the other rest of the scene was pretty dull. Yeah, I just there was like too much silence. She was just standing there, and I'm like, "Say something! You're super she, powerful." She didn't blink at all in the entire scene because she's she's old, and she has like. The magic necklace as well. I want to. I want to know the story of the red woman's. Like, where do they get this necklace? The red woman's. Like, where do they get the necklace? The red woman. Like, where do they get their necklace? Who who makes their dresses? Because they they're all the same. Same thing with their hairstyle. Like, is this like a sorority thing? Like, do you have yeah. to have the same hairstyle, <laughs> same dress, same necklace? Like, what kind of? Where do you sign up? Oh my god! How do you become one? 
Like I like I know it sounds like I'm mocking it, but I really do want to know where did they come from. Yeah, because and are they all like a hundred and something years old? Do you think they have something to do with uh, the little fairies? No, I don't think so. Special because it's two beings. different gods. But how? I'm so confused. I need someone to explain. Do you whole think they know the High Sparrow? Are they the same religion? No, they're different religions. But oh you think my god. Maybe. Do they all share secrets? Of course. Everyone shares secrets. I don't know. Um, Speaking of um, religion, those fairies, man. Those fairies. I, I poor, they were cute. At first, I was like, them bitches when they created the White Walkers. Yeah. I was like, you girls are dumb. But then, um, I just, I get my heart. Well, where are those, like, where did they came from? I, I, I don't care. Like, I really don't. <laughs> because I do care because I want to know what war they were in. And they had to create the the White Walkers. I'm thinking about it was the war. Uh, the Mad King caused where he burned everything. Which, um... So confused. No, because the the White Walkers are older than that. Oh, well, then I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Oh my gosh, George Martin, help explain this to us, someone, quick. I just want to say that the last 10 minutes oh no. of the episode, <laughs> we have to talk about it, Mary. The last 10 minutes of the episode, that was probably the most brutal and heartbreaking death of the entire Game of Thrones. And, and let me explain myself, like... <laughs> Yes, we we we'd have some couple of deaths, a couple, a couple, a couple like one or two, <laughs> but um, I feel like most of them have been for shock value. You know, like yeah. we're gonna kill this person. And it's like <gasps> they kill them, but Hodor's death, the way it was handled and his story and everything, it was just so beautiful. It was a sacrifice of of honor and a sacrifice out of love and. I was bawling. <laughs> I mean, so when uh, Sansa and John reunited, I like there was like a little tears caping my eye. You oh, know, like crying. <laughs> so cute. But with Hodor, I was crying, like sobbing. It was sad. I was like, no, how is this happening? Why? You know, I started crying. Um, I got really shaken, like on the inside. <laughs> Whenever little dire wolf died. Yes, me too. I was like, no, why? Can we, okay, producers of Game of Thrones, can we please stop this, like, wolf? Dog slaughter. Yes. <laughs> Just quit it, okay? I'm not, I'm not okay with it. Like, it, it leaves me emotionally reckless. Um, so I was already, like, pretty, like, on a pretty, like, yeah, like, you know, I was, I was, like, ready to lose it. Then the fairy sacrifices herself. And basically becomes, like, a ticking bomb. And I, that's when I started crying. You know, but it was, like, like just tears yeah, were like coming out. Tear, yeah, it was, like, tears, you know. It was kind of subtle, like, yeah, like oh. just sniffles. But then the whole holder scene, as soon as I started screaming, hold the door, hold the door. And they show the past. Oh I started ugly crying. Like, there was no other way. And... I remember every single person that a night before or, or that morning texted me something about Game of Thrones. I just, 
all everything I could do was just scream at them and be like, "Why do I keep watching this?" <gasps> but I was I was ugly crying and like it was it was so embarrassing, Mary. I'm so glad nobody walked into my room. At that so moment. Oh wait, I'm so glad nobody walked into my room when that penis showed up in my computer screen. You know what? I'm Why t- is that necessary? It is not necessary. Boobs out like and penises and vaginas and butts. Like why are they this necessary? Is, why? Why? All I'm gonna say. Penises are ugly. Why are you showing them to me? <laughs> this is all I'm gonna say for the sake of equality. If we're gonna show female body parts, I think it's only fair that we show men's body parts. However, it doesn't mean that I want to see either. So, I'm just, like, I get showing boobs. Boobs are pretty. I get showing a bot. Bots are pretty. I don't get showing of it, like, with JJ, like, gander. Like, why? I, I just don't see the point. But, okay, it's not, it's not ugly to look at, you know. I get do. A penis. I, I would disagree. <laughs> Honestly, I would disagree. But, I mean, but... would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather watch like the like? I would yeah. rather no, no, okay. I would rather just not <laughs> continue this conversation. Um. Oh, anyway. Um. But I mean, you okay? So if you show something like naked person that has to do with this story, I'm like okay. But this, this penis was just out there for... It was just chilling. Yeah, there was no point to that. It was just like, oh, look, HBO. And it was like a close-up. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel. If my penis was out there. Well, no. No. I mean, yes. But no, like... You know, being like, oh, my son showed his... His thing. In front. Like, no. No. I'm just... Anyways, going back to hold the door. I have so many, like, thoughts and comments and opinions on that. Like... Yeah, you could probably... Ten seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> we could probably do a whole podcast just about that. I think you could. I don't think I have many opinions on that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's a penis. Okay, great. Um, That's no cool. That's no great. <laughs> just, moving on. Just move on. Just keep slamming. Um, I do have a theory for, for hold the door. So... Do you know how Bran went back yeah. to the past? And we're, we we saw him ever since he started having his flashbacks. Well, not flashbacks, but going back to yeah. um, the past. That he could somewhat interact with the past. Yeah. I think that Bran, uh, the same way he, he changed slightly because you can't change the past but you can alter it you know like no matter i think they're gonna play out that theory that no matter what you do to change the past like it's always gonna be the the same outcome and i think that maybe quite possibly bran is gonna go back to warn the mad king before he was mad about the white walkers and how the only way to to end them was uh, burn them all. So maybe the macking is gonna get like, you know, so kind of like like Hodor that got, you know, that everyone thought that Hodor what was his name, but it was hold the door. Uh-huh. Um, that something like that happened to the macking. So in reality, people think he went mad, but it was all Bran's fault. I just want to blame Bran for everything. 
I don't know. Because that's what the, the, the Mad King said. Burn them all. But what if that was, like, the, the answer to end the White Walkers? That's an interesting theory, but I, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's too predictable. Could it be too predictable? Have you read this on the internet? Has this been on BuzzFeed? Because if it's not on BuzzFeed, it's not predictable. <laughs> I don't know if it has been on BuzzFeed, but I've read it. Well, I don't know where you read it. I figured I would miss this. We we talked about this, like, this was like a legitimate theory well, we came up. Then a lot of people are thinking like, yeah. I think that's not that's good. Thank you. I don't know. Why? Anyways, just just food for thought. Food for thought. What I am excited to see is where are the Greg Joys going? Hopefully, to yes, with the Khaleesi, I'll be so happy if they join her. Like, warn her about this crazy people taking over, like uh, the Iron. I want what is the Iron Islands? Yeah, I hope they go to Khaleesi. Uh, because Khaleesi's always so merciful, you know, like, oh, yeah. they're righteous. And and she's meeting, like, another powerful woman, so that would be cool. Yeah, she would be all up on that. Um, so that's definitely what I want to see. Um, I want to see what Arya going to do. Yeah, I think she's going to end up killing, but... Oh, I just feel like she's being stuck in the same, like... Plot. That like, is true. I was talking to my sister about it, and I was telling her that it's just so annoying. Um, like, it started being cool, you know, after a couple episodes, but she's been stuck in the face of the many gods arc for how long now? Like, an entire season? And a half. Because... Yeah, that's too much. She needs to do something. She needs, yeah, for real, girl. Girl, like... Get it together. Just... Literally, this is Arya's story every single episode. They beat me up, but she's not ready. A girl is not a girl, blah, blah, blah. Girl's not ready. Okay. Girl has been given a second chance. Okay. Yeah. Go kill this person, and she never ends up killing anybody. It's like, what? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm just very confused. Um, so I hope they, they figure it out. Um... I do like the way this season is going. I think it's been a great season so far. Me too. I mean, we are halfway through uh, this season. So I'm definitely excited how to see how, how it's going to end. Yeah. So, do you, have, um, do you have anything else to say about I'm Game of Thrones? I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, I saw... I mean, they didn't show a lot in the preview... So, I'm just hoping for the best, I guess. But expecting the worst. Yes. That's one does with Game of Thrones. Yes. So, baby, come back. Babes, come back. Uh, this is... Come back to me. Come back. Okay, so our talks and spoilers about Game of Thrones are over. Um, speaking of... Well, this is... Not, I guess it kind of ties in because Sophie Turner... Um, was in this, but we just watched the new X Men Apocalypse movie. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. I liked it. But then again, everything we say comes from two very confused humans. That so I've seen all the X Men films. Yeah. But just because I see a movie doesn't mean I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way. Um, I remember like key moments, you know. 
of like of the Wolverine movies, of the of yeah. the first X Men films, of the new X Men films. I mean, the thing... But I just I don't remember the entire yeah arc. same. <laughs> like if that makes any sense. Now, saying that, I did enjoy this one. Yeah, me too. Lots of uh, good-looking people. Yeah. That's it, always important. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like... Okay, so we're getting pretty tired about... Well, I, I am getting pretty tired about superhero movies. Yeah, me too. But this movie, like, in the in the spectrum of superhero movies, so it's better than Batman versus Superman. I I didn't watch that. I was just like, I'm not supporting this mess. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a mess. Um, it was better than Batman vs. Superman, but it wasn't as good as an Avengers movie. I think I would put it, like, kind of like first Avengers movie. No, second Avengers movie. Like, a little down mm-hmm. below the second Avengers movie. Because um, it, it was almost a good movie, you know? They had a lot of of things that didn't make sense in there, like the whole pyramids. Yeah. And it just... The first act of the movie is pretty boring I would say it's pretty dull and it's like oh I look I remember it and I just watch it <laughs> um, see what I'm telling you like it was not important this is why I don't remember anything oh, about yes, the X-Men I remember what happened it was it was the, the X-Men guy. fighting the Illuminati yeah pretty much and then Sophie Turner and this guy with the x-ray in her eye in his eyes being in love or something being in love wait I'm gonna look up the the casting because that is one thing I mu- like I must applaud. They had it was it was good. It was a good cast. Like um Ty Sheridan he's a kid with the glasses. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> he's also like 12 or 16 in real life. Yeah. He's a little kid from Tree of Life and Mud Holy shit. The little kid from Tree of Life? Yeah, that's Ty Sheridan. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. I love him. That's why I know. <laughs> oh my god. No. And he's going to be in the new Steven... I believe it's a Steven Spielberg film. No. How old is he? I'm about to tell you. I'm looking this oh up. Oh my god. Well, he was born in 1996. Holy shit. What is happening? Oh my god, he's so young. He's like 16. No. Yes. No, 1996? Yeah. No, if we're... He's 20. He's still pretty young for you, man. Yeah, he's 20, right? I don't know. But... No, makes no... Yeah, he's 20. I don't... Honey, I don't know. But what? It doesn't matter. He did a great job. That's what I'm trying to say. Another person who did a... a I need to know. Okay. You. I'm bad at math. Okay, are you adding this up? Okay, I'm doing this. Okay. Just subtract it. What? No, that's 10. That makes no sense that he was born this year. In 1996? Yeah, because that's like 10 years from now. Oh, then letterbox lied. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Well, you look What's that up. What's his name? Ty Sheridan. Um... I must say, Ty Sheridan did a good job. So did Sophie Turner. She has a great American accent. Like, I 
I remember I turned uh, and looked at Mary, like, halfway through the movie, and I was like, dude, like, Sophie has a great American accent. And yeah. you, you were just kind of like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Another person who did a hell of a job, and I'm saying a hell of a job because I had no idea this was him until the movie was over, um, Oscar Isaac. Like, he was so good. Like, I feel like in every single movie that Oscar Isaac is in. I just, like, what? I, I was very shocked when when uh, his name appeared. I was like, oh, I know that name, but I don't know. Oh, shit. He's the guy from Star Wars. Like, what is going on? He's not only yeah. the guy from Star Wars. Just he's 19. Know. Yeah, he's 19. How? Well, he was born. He's younger than you, Mary. Get over it. I mean, yes, but he's, like, too young. I don't know. I'm very confused. Okay. Oscar Isaac was great. Um, who else? <laughs> this is this is a funny. I had no idea Michael Fassbender was Michael Fassbender <laughs> until the uh, end of the movie where he was wearing a turtleneck and he looked like Steve Jobs. <laughs> and until I pointed that out and I was like, holy shit, he's Michael Fassbender. I was like, yeah, I've been telling you this entire movie. I didn't know you didn't know. Yeah, um, might be. I'm telling you, like, I, I just, this X-Men movies, like, I just forget them, and I forget who's in them, and, and, like, honestly, if they were bombarding me with Jennifer Lawrence, like, promotion pictures, yeah. I wouldn't know it was Jennifer you Lawrence. Know, I think that's a good casting, like, uh... It was a good casting ensemble, like, I think it was, they worked well together, uh... And they're good actors because you forget that you're watching like actors you know you get into their character you're watching like professor like Savior. yeah you know yeah you forget that you're watching Manito. you're not watching mike fassbender you yeah. know what i mean yeah That's good. and I, I do think the casting was really good and especially when you have that really big name because all of them are kind of like hot right now actors you know yeah i think when you're able to have so many actors except for jennifer lawrence that was the only one who was like I was like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence was like, I'm, I'm done with here. I'm like, I just don't want to be part of this franchise anymore. Like, she looked bored. Yeah, she looked. I don't know if that's her character. Like, her character is bored or if she's bored. I just, you know, the more I think about it, I think we were all fooled. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is that great of an actress. Uh, think about it. Uh, have we watched a good movie? Like, like outstanding journey. What was the movie that you won an Oscar for? Silver Linings Playbook, but she did not deserve that. Jessica Chastain should have won that year. I'm just like I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like a bad. It wasn't bad acting, but like after seeing in Silver, it was not great. Yeah, like after seeing her in Silver Linings Playbook, that's the same like dynamic, like range you see in every other movie she's in. Kind of crazy, but crazy smart. Yeah, like in American Hustle and Enjoy and, and all the other movies yeah. she's in. And like, I have like this huge thing with American Hustle where I constantly get confused with the uh, like silver lining place. I don't know. Well, because it's basically the same cast. <laughs> Probably. It's always Bradley Cooper and J-Law in, in, in that guy's movie. And they were Russell. Um, I do like her in, in Winter's Bone, which was the first time she got nominated for an Oscar. I feel like if she if she was going to win an Oscar, she should have won for that one and not for um, server linings. Yeah. But who am I? Who am I to say this kind of things? I don't know. But Jennifer Lawrence looked bored. 
bored as F. And you could tell, like, in her contract, she was like, I am not going to wear that mistake outfit the entire movie. Like, no, just, like, two seconds. And yeah, you're like, killing me. Yeah, she's like, enough is enough. Like, no um, more naked Jennifer. Also, you know who looked kind of, like, bored or, like, over it? Nicholas Holt. Yeah, but honestly, maybe it was because it was super awkward for Jennifer and Nicholas to be back on set well, together. that's not my fault. That is true. You should keep your personal life out of my movie. Yeah. Um, who, probably my favorite actor in the entire movie, and I've said this before when I saw the, the previous X-Men, yep. but Evan... I know who you're going to... Yeah, yeah. Evan yeah, Peters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Evan Peters steals the show. Like He's so funny and so good. He and... just... Evan Peters is such a great actor, and um, I've said this ever since I... I watched the first season of American Horror Story, okay. and his character was so good, and he had, like, everyone raped over Jessica Lynch, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's freaking Jessica Lynch, like... Yeah, of she's, course you're gonna do that, yeah. yeah. But this kid has some chops, like, he's a really good actor, like, I just want him to star in a movie, kind of like a comedy... Um, like a dark comedy. Like a dark comedy, you know, like, comedy and some... Sometimes people die, but it's satirical, so we laugh about it, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it would be, it'd be good. Kind of like a dark comedy, because I think he would be, like, he would be great, because he has, like, that personality for it. And literally, every single time Quicksilver was on screen, it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything to say, but yes. Literally, every single scene is like, yes, yes. Exactly. I approve. I want to see that again. Um, you know, other thing I liked was all those references to Harry Potter and <laughs> Star, Wars. Star Wars. Like, I'm just like, wow, Disney, you, you, you did a great job. But this is Sony's. Oh, I'm confused. I think so. Is it? Yeah, I believe it's Sony's. That's why they they had to use different Quicksilver's for, um, for. The, the Avengers movie. Oh my god, I'm so confused right now. Like, get it together, you, like, production film companies. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I, anyway, may be, I may be wrong, but... The uh, references were there. I don't care. They were there. Well, there was a scene that looked very Star Wars-y. And very... Another one, very Harry Potter-esque. Yes, yes. I will not say no, but I will not say yes either. <laughs> I mean, you know they're there. I mean, yes. But overall... Um, it was good. It was fun. It was fun. I would not recommend seeing this at midnight because it's so long. Like, the, the movie started at 7.30 and we came out at, like, 10.30. Yeah, and it has some, like, slow moments, so you might fall asleep. If you're that kind of person, you might fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, just go, like, when you have time, you know, on a Friday afternoon, a Saturday... Evening. But not too late. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying this because we're super grannies. Like, you know, we want to be, we want to go to bed by 11. So it's already very late for us. So, um, no. And also, I, I say it's a three out of five, like three stars out of five. Three out of five? I will say three and a half. Okay. Okay. And, but also watch the, like, the first two new X Men movies before watching this. Like, right before you go inside 
the theater. Yeah, because honestly, I don't remember any. <laughs> yeah, we were... Like, I, I watched them, yes, but I don't remember anything. I kind of remember. I have, like, I remember, like, scenes. I of remember. Them. I remember. He took a Polaroid book. So, yeah. So, that was fun. Um, Sophie Turner was good. I liked... I, I was kind of, like, pissed off because she took so long to react at the end. But I, I think she was good. It was it was a decent movie. Like, compared to, all, like, all the other X-Men films, which are kind of, like, not that great... I think this yeah. one, this one's like the, the greatest of all of them, except for the first. Well, I mean, if you count Wolverine, like the first Wolverine movie is an excellent movie. But I will say Wolverine is just like another thing because like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's so sexy. Oh and because of what we saw after. No spoilers, Mary. I think there's going to be another Wolverine. I would be so down for another Wolverine movie. Oh, I would be so down for Hugh Jackman. I just love Hugh Jackman, like, honestly. Who doesn't? Wow. Who doesn't love Hugh Jackman? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I can love him him being Wolverine, and I can love him him being Jumble John. <laughs> like, I can <laughs> love him being Hugh Jackman. I just love Hugh Jackman so much. Anyways, that's not the point. Go see this movie. Um, tell us what you think about it. Yeah, I think Did it's out in like theaters. It? It's out on theaters on Thursday, so... Or, no, Friday. It's out on theaters on Friday, so check it out, check it out, check it out. And let us know what you thought. Yes. Um, so, on the last topic of the night of the day, depending what time you're listening to the this. afternoon of... Uh, like the early twilight, early the early evening, <laughs> um, twilight. Oh um, what, what was the other one? <laughs> New moon. Well, <laughs> wait, no. pause. Can I just? Can we just accept that Kristen Stewart is like a good actress now? I mean, she I had can. she had two movies. I refuse. In the official selection in Cannes. I refuse. Okay, no moving on. On um, <laughs> the latest topic. No, uh, wait, where were the other names? Oh, Breaking Dawn and... It doesn't matter, Mary. Were pa- they... Were there... Like- part one, part two. Oh, yeah. So there was, like... It was, like, Twilight, New Moon, and there was Breaking Dawn, part one and part two. It was, like, four. And then it was, like, Eclipse. Oh, yeah. This is not relevant. Okay. So... It is for me. <laughs> you be you. You be you. Okay. So, on, on the last topic... We wanted to talk about what it means to follow your dreams, you know, because it's something you hear ever since you're little, and I think you, you kind of, it's something that, that even on Disney movies, it's always like, follow your heart, follow your dreams, but as you get older, you realize that following your dreams is not that easy. Yeah, and that it comes with all these different things um, and factors that are not under your control, so should following your dream really be... Um, that simple or, or that idea that it's carved out to be, you know, and what happens when life comes or you meet somebody and and suddenly yeah. your dream doesn't seem like the greatest thing ever, you know? Uh, first of all, I would like to say that sometimes you don't know what your dream is. <laughs> well, Mary, a dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> was a dream I didn't say I, I say a bit what I said that sometimes you don't know like what's your dream like your a dream personal. makes you lose your heartache <laughs> stop 
Stop it. Um, you're making me forget my English. No matter what, <laughs> scream no. If you keep on believing, stop it. A dream is a wish. They'll come true. <laughs> okay, continue. So sometimes you don't know what your dream is, and you kind of go like follow someone else's. Yeah, maybe. And and I read this somewhere, or I think I saw it in a movie. But some people sometimes uh, need to try to be someone else before they can find themselves. Okay. Which is, it was kind of interesting. I don't think I relate, because for me, it was so different, yeah. you know? Um, but maybe, I think it's just seeing, seeing the world through someone else's eye. Or just changing your perspective, you know? Maybe that, that kind of helps you find your dream. The wish... Oh, I forgot the lyrics of the song. This is awkward. Um, that's what happens when you hey, 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 hey. Um, But I think that dreams, like, I, I don't think that we should follow a dream. We should follow a goal, you know? Because I feel like in life, like, it's not like you have, like, one main thing that you want to accomplish. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, it's just, like, a dream might be, like, oh, I want to be a supermodel. But, um... I don't... But that's, like, platonic, you know? Like, that's not something... Yeah, but then I have a goal, and my goal is, I don't know, to work in the fashion industry. You know what I mean? So that's more realistic. That goes more... It's more grounded, I think. Yeah, and it goes, like... It goes with your personality and who you are and something you can actually work for. Yeah, because as of now, like, my dream is to, like, have Freddie Highmore take me out for coffee. We all know that's not gonna happen. Well... One never knows. But I mean, like, let's be honest. It's just a wild goal. <laughs> wild goal. But <laughs> what I mean is that I feel like life is made up of, like, small little things um, that make up the big things, you know? Okay. Like, the small things are going to make the big events in your life. Kind of like I see it right now in all in the projects that I'm working on. Like, the... The small things, like, you know, having, I don't know, like, talking about my film, like, getting a paperwork done, or, you know, uh, finding the right actors, or finishing funding, or different things like that, um, that at the end, my dream is to make the film, you know, but all these tiny little goals are what make the dream come true. That sounded so cheesy. But I guess you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, I'm gonna make a like, quote and print it and, and put it on your wall. Yeah. Um, All these tiny little goals are the ones that are leading me to my dream. That sounds like I'm a Disney Channel superstar. Wow. <laughs> I do have the face, though. I do look 12. Um, moving on, I'm gonna ignore that. Uh, <laughs> um... And plus, like, I feel like when you have tiny little goals to make up a big one, um, if something were to come along, which usually I've seen this with a lot of my friends lately, that they, they start dating somebody, and I don't know where their life plan just does a 360, you know? I think when you have those tiny little goals, and you do find somebody who kind of um, compliments you or who you want to, like, you know, thinks things mm -hmm. seriously... It doesn't affect you as much as if you just have one big goal. 
because if you just have one thing and it's almost it almost becomes like a picking game like i gotta either pick being with this person or or this goal you know yeah like for me something very very clear uh like a situation when i was graduating high school i wanted to go to mexico city and study there and go to college there and all my mom's friends were like Oh, but but uh, what if you meet a, a guy in here? Like, would you st- you you will stay right? Like, you wouldn't go to Mexico City anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? No, like I want to go to Mexico City. Like, if he wants to stay here, like that's cool. Yeah. But I'm going because that's what I want to do. That's my goal. Yeah, and you know, I think- and he needs to adapt. I'm not going to, like, um, stop pursuing what I want to do. For someone else. And I think, especially when you when you are in a relationship, that's, you know, that's for real, see. Like, it's not just, well, I needed somebody to go to the movies with, so here we are. You know, like, when it's a serious relationship, when you actually love the person, when you actually care about them, um, it's almost like you you have to not compromise, because I hate that word. But find a way to make both of your passions work. Like, I don't think you have to give up your dream just to be with somebody that you love. And I kind of think... I mean, it's complicated, yes, but you can make it work. No, but that's something... You know how people are always like, oh, if you love someone, let let, let them go? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's not like, oh my god, I love you so much, so we're not going to be together anymore. No, it's like, maybe we have different dreams... And right now, we cannot be together because your goal is different from my goal, you know? And we cannot, like, go on the same path working. Yeah. But I love you, and I want you to, to do, to, like, to do your thing, to be happy. So go go ahead and do it. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of what they mean. Maybe. I mean, I know that whenever the time comes, when I actually get in a serious relationship, I would love to all... Like, whatever I'm going through, hopefully still making films. Hopefully still rock and rolling. <laughs> I would love to have my significant other be there, you know? Yeah. Uh, for me to share this this moments with, you know? Imagine, you know, this is wishful thinking. Like, a oh, red carpet. Like, I mean, I was going to go to camp, but, I mean, you pushed it to the Oscars. But, I mean, oh. just... Just those things, like, have someone to experience that, that would be so great. Just, like, whatever this homeboy is doing, I would love to... Um, to be there and support the other person, yeah. Exactly, you know, and because, like, that's the way all the great couples that uh, I've Power seen... Power couples. Power po- No, but I'm talking about, like, not celebrities, like... No, I know, My but sister and my hey, family... Power couples don't need to be celebrities. Okay, agreed, agreed, agreed. <laughs> All the all the great couples that I've seen in my life um, that have shaped uh, how I want my relationships to be. Because I think that, that does shape you. I mean, I don't believe that you have to date every single person to, to figure out what you like and what you don't like. Like, that's BS. Like, you can know yeah. what you like and what you don't like. And you don't have to p- put yourself through heartache, yeah. you know? Um, like, I've, I've seen that. And it just... You can both be doing what you want and rocking your dream without having to sacrifice your your dream or your passion or your goal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
So, but you don't have to be in a relationship to have like, um, like this, like obstacles, kind of, you know, it can be friends or it can be your family. That yeah. is true. That is true. So, like, I don't know. I, I think especially with, with family, you know, you can feel like pressure to, I don't know, study something you don't want to or do something that you don't feel passionate about. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, we, we talk about this, but there is a huge um, gap with cultural te technology and different things between our parents' generation and our generation. Yeah. So sometimes it is hard to go up to your parents and talk about the things you want to do. Yeah, especially, uh, I think your parents want the best for you. But sometimes the best for you is not what they're thinking. Like, because they're thinking it about their perspective. You yeah, know? they want you, I don't know, to have a job and to have a family. But if that's not what you want, maybe you just want to wander around the world without like a normal job and just, I don't know, sell things online. I, I don't know. I'm just talking BS right now. <laughs> But I get what you're saying, like, and plus, like, I feel like for our parents, like, it was so natural, you know, most of them, it was like, they got married right out of college, yeah. you know, and it's just, our generation, I feel like, it's staying single longer, you know, like, we are waiting um, more, you know, to settle down, because like you said, we have different goals, and we grew up in, in, in an era, and like, and where literally you have all this information available to you that, of course, it makes sense that we're pursuing different things and that we want to see different things, you know? Yeah. Even in the workplace, uh, we behave differently uh, than, like, our parents and, like, the, older. Yeah. Because we want different stuff. I don't know. We want to be more responsible and give back to society and all that and yeah. and plus like yeah. in the workplace have like i think right now uh like it's not all about salary you know like it used to be yeah, or it's more about like satisfaction like self-satisfaction yeah like the environment and yeah how do you feel and if you if you have time to do your own personal projects and things like that so yeah and it's more like helping you to like, work towards your goals. Exactly. So, I think, um, to wrap this up, following your dreams uh, should be about finding you. finding you and finding those tiny little things that matter. Yeah, and just, like, baby steps towards it, you know? Just yeah. don't want to... You yeah, you're not going to accomplish your goal in one... Yeah, day. just like tiny steps, work, 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 work on patience, you know, like work on, um, I think enjoying the tiny moments and the little moments and the struggles. That's key. Yeah. Major key alert. And, um, if your family says you're crazy for doing that, well, it's the crazy ones that change the world. Jack Iraq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the Apple commercial, whichever one you wanna, you wanna attribute it to. Yeah, just, just do your thing. You be you. 
<laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Coffee Run. Um, this has been a journey, for sure. This has been fun. Uh, if you want to connect and you know join the conversation, you can email us at coffeerunpodcast.gmail.com. That is coffee, like the one you drink in the morning. The run, like the one that I have not been doing for the past couple of weeks. And podcasts, like this podcast, like the one you're listening to, at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at the coffee run underscore. Yeah, and we we post jokes and, and cute stuff, so follow us, connect, and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>